0: Welcome to the IEEE Big Data Podcast, an IEEE Future Directions Digital Studio production. As a first for our podcast series, we have two industry experts engaged in a spirited discussion. Professor Sorel Reisman chairs the standing committee for the IEEE Computer Society Signature Conference on Computers, Software, and Applications, also known as CompSec. He also serves as a tenure professor of information systems in the Department of Information Systems and Decision Sciences, and the Mihalo College of Business and Economics at California State University Fullerton, and as Managing Director of Multimedia Educational Resource for Learning and Online Teaching, a project of the Cal State University Chancellor's Office. We also have Professor Sheikh Iqbal Hamid, who chairs the CompSec Steering Committee and serves as a Professor of Computer Science, and Director of the Ubicomp Research Laboratory at Marquette University. The two professors recently participated in a joint interview during CompSec 2017 in Turin, Italy, and provide their commentary on global disruptive technologies today and in the future and which among them will have the greatest impact then we offer Dr. Reisman and Dr. Hamid another industry question what impact will big data have on these technologies and the challenges and opportunities because CompSec gathers some of the top minds in the computing industry and beyond both of our experts here deliver the much-needed big data element to this sought-after industry conference
1: we need to apply the existing technology is already there, the algorithms, but also we need to think about how we can change those to address those new problems. So, which is people are talking about deep learning. Obviously, deep learning is there, but people have shown mathematically is that even some Bayesian technique can be very powerful to address some of those uh, uh, some of those things. And because of that, whole Domain of security privacy is going to be changed. So how we are going to address? Is it through some standard? Is it through some uh, through some body? Through some policy? So you see, it has impact both on the policy, technology, methodology, standard. So this big data is really you know pushing that. And if you recall that this year's uh, uh, theme is the digital autonomy and. Uh, it's a perfect match, we see the self-driving car because of accident and it's a, the it's a impact coming from big data and next year uh, we are talking about smart, you know, uh, environment and actually we started talking about smart, but how can you become smart without the input from the big data, new techniques, you know, that can really fit into that. So next year we are going to uh, Japan, Tokyo, which is a perfect fit and uh, obviously, deep learning is there, but you see that new uh, techniques which can help in becoming, you know, uh, smart.
2: So, um, mo- mostly I agree with Iqbal. Uh, however, there are points of departure. Uh, I- I'm not sure that we have brand new disruptive technologies. I think we have methodologies that are new, uh, but, I think that a great deal of the concepts have been around for a long, long time. Um, I, I, but, most of the, what used to be around was proprietary. And it's only since the, since the internet, and the personal computer, etc. where everybody has access to all these sort of um, infrastructural technologies that have become standard that we've started to see some of the proprietary applications uh, grow. Um, Many long years ago, for example, when I was at IBM, we had a technology called distributed data processing, which isn't really any much different than a cloud or fog. If you think about it, IBM had data centers. Where were those data centers? Who knew somewhere what's today called the cloud? We had distributed controllers. What are they? They're the sort of the fog nodes that we heard our guest speaker talk about today. But it was all proprietary networking, proprietary operating systems, etc. So with, with the, the, the sort of the popularity and the standardization that's come along today, you have the opportunity for more vendors to offer more plug-in kinds of components. You have the opportunity for developers to use more standard kinds of development tools. Etc. So now we're starting to see the proliferation of things that used to be proprietary. Even even the whole notion of smart isn't really new. I mean, we've had artificial intelligence attempts with different uh, techniques and methodologies and so forth since the '50s. Um, and, and and even neural networks uh, back in the '80s, neural networks were something with proprietary machines that were being experimented with and played with. So now though, uh, more people, because of these standards, can do things that most people couldn't do before because they didn't have access to the proprietary uh, technologies. So for example, right now in the United States, there is a committee to collect all the voter data because there is this alleged um, uh, there's an allegation that there's all this voter fraud. So there's a commission collecting, trying to collect data from all the states. And the states are turning down the request. I think it's outrageous that those data are being requested. So you have a problem with the misuse of data. Um, and uh, governments, especially today, I think today, although many, at least Western governments, uh, can really do some bad things if they get their hands on some of the data that are being collected. Uh, it's, a worrisome, it's a worrisome thing. Um, so, go ahead. Okay, so I'd like to add uh, with uh,
1: Sorrel's uh, point is that, uh, yeah, with all those uh, data, you know, uh, ethical thing comes into picture. And right now, some of the things are already there, for example, in healthcare area, anytime you want to do any research with human data, we have that IRB, you have to do IRB approval, and they have really some good rules, policies, you know, that's, uh, you know, that's, we need to be there, because we want to make sure that, you know, we don't violate those things. And uh, even one good thing in research community, what we are doing is that, uh, uh, whenever we deal with human data, we also, follow the, the country we are collecting data, that country's standard, you know. So, here even we have seen many papers when they presented, they mentioned that, that you know they, they also follow the local IRB. For example, in USA, it's USA IRB, local IRB. So, that needs to be placed. And I, I'm sure, you know, that's like uh, human data. But if you consider other areas like energy and um, issues where I think uh, IEEE, you know, they can play a role. Um, in terms of, I'm not saying standard, but in terms of policy and other things. For example, uh, uh, one of the future uh, research or uh, trend is that uh, we started uh, looking into, uh, for example, emotional data, sentiment data, you know, and that can be very, very useful. For example, uh, I, uh, I you know, at home, uh, you may have some domestic violence or something, you know, so if these days uh, environment is smart, Uh, if you can capture, and let's assume a robot come into play and say that, you know, if you don't stop, you know, we'll go to the next level. You see, those applications, and we have started seeing that kind of paper, and when you do that, uh, the emotion and other things that comes into place, you know, where to stop, you know, how to report. So there we should have, you know, standards, protocols, policies, then, uh, you know, Uh, One of the thing we see that uh, you know social robots at home, so there is a huge thing, and uh, even one of the uh, study we have seen uh, in USA, uh, particularly you know veterans when they come home, uh, about every day about 14 veterans they try to commit suicide, risky behavior, you know. So we have seen uh, here also for the projects they are saying okay how we can manage their risky behavior to help them so that they don't go to you see which is emotion you know other things so we see the new type of applications i agree with soil that okay similar but i'm talking about new applications new type of data maybe some new techniques maybe some interdisciplinary approach so in some here in some papers we have seen four departments together publishing a paper you see That was probably not there, you
0: know? Thank you for listening to our interview with Dr. Sorrel Reisman and Dr. Sheikh Iqbal Ahmed, which is part one of a two-part series. Watch for the next episode, discover more about the IEEE Big Data Initiative, and listen to other podcasts in this series by visiting our web portal at bigdata.ieee.org.